0: Want to ring the bell?
1: All right. Ding, ding.
0: What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Two Views Movies. I am one of the hosts, Garrett. I am the other of the hosts, Carson. And And it's been a minute. It it has been been a minute. minute, But, oh God, we're back to talk DC.
1: Well, it's been a minute because we've seen some movies that we had really no desire to talk about.
0: Right. And we've been on this weird cadence where you see something I don't and I see something you don't. Usually with summer movies, we're kind of lined up because... you there's like a lot of stuff you want to both see and it just hasn't quite worked out that way.
1: Yeah, and and truly a lot of them have been meh. Yeah, unfortunately. Which doesn't make for a good podcast. We either want really <laughs> and, and, and and truly I don't want to just sit here and bash a movie for you know for no. an hour. You know, I I want to have some some good things too. And I feel like uh, a lot of the movies that I've seen have been very would, would have been a negative podcast.
0: Well, either negative or yeah, it, I mean, there's not almost the only thing worse than like a good bash session. Like, I mean, I kind of feel we did that with Fast 9, but that that was funny. But the yes. only thing worse than that is a two and a half star movie, you know, uh, sometimes right. even a three star movie where you're just like, I, I mean, I don't really know what I'm going to say about this. Like, it's fine. And we can talk about how fine it was, but there's not some nuance to go into about, you know, what could have been better. It's just sort of like, all right, that that was what it was. Let's let's just move on. And honestly, I I kind of feel like that's how this whole year has been. I I really don't think I've been blown away by anything. I mean, I remember thinking Judas and the black Messiah was really good and quiet place. Part two was really good, but beyond that, man, I'm kind of struggling to think that like, okay, this crushed it for
1: me. Well, I really enjoyed black widow. I I had my, uh, my issues with, with some of the choices that they made, but it didn't ruin the movie for me. I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, and so that's that's right now I think the top of what's come out so far. Yeah, I mean
0: that, in, I mean it's in my top 4 right now, but it's a, I think I also gave it what a, a three stars I think. So, I mean you're. it's just, that's what I mean by it. it's been kind of a down year like a, a quiet place 2, I had it I think at 4 stars and same with Judas and the Black Messiah, but I have nothing above 4 stars for 2021. Juice in
1: the Black Messiah was twenty twenty one. Yeah, it was very, very beginning, like January. Oh, so that that feels years ago to me. I know. Well, I think it was one of the first ones
0: that was the whole uh HBO Max uh simultaneous release kind of thing, if I remember correctly.
1: Really? Wow. Well, yeah. That that feels like that was before COVID. Right. <laughs> it should. It's it's been okay. it's, like I said, it's been a minute. But we're back. We're back with uh, Suicide Squad. No,
0: we're back with we're, the Suicide right. Squad. The Suicide Squad. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't get how movie studios continue to let that happen. Like, guys, well, we, we we cannot do the Fast and the Furious and Fast and Furious and Suicide Squad and the Suicide Squad. It makes it a nightmare to discuss. I get
1: this one. I don't get the Fast and the Furious. I don't even that know one, that I get this one that one was a continuation of a series in which they kept everything here. It's almost like, let's try to forget the first one. And this is the suicide squad. The other one wasn't, wasn't the suicide. This is, this is the suicide squad. But they they also acknowledge it. It is a continuation. Do they acknowledge it or just do the characters happen to know each other? No, I I think they acknowledge it. I, I feel like,
0: I feel like it's acknowledged. I mean, th- nothing there's... that happens in that
1: one is referenced.
0: No, but I think it's that that's that's no different than Fast 9. They don't always reference Fast 8. I mean, it's just a new heist. It's yes, they, they do. They thing. he has a kid, they're married, you know. Well, sure, you know? but I mean, there's things in here where Harley clearly knows Rick Flag. I uh, I mean,
1: so Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I think it was an intentional let This is the Suicide Squad. I, the, I think the it other was too, but I know. just think it makes it a giant
0: pain in the ass to talk about. Like, would no, it, I agree? Would it really have been a big deal? Like, you can't erase history, and it's too soon to do a full blown reboot. So, just call it like Suicide Squad with like a subtitle, or Suicide Squad Two. I don't know what you want to call it, but now any time that we, because t- nobody, t- when usually when you talk about a movie, you drop articles like. You don't call it The Departed half the time. You call it, you say, oh, I, you know, I watched Departed. You know, sometimes you just drop it off because those don't matter. But now when you get these stupid movies, you have to be like, oh, no, I watched The Suicide Squad. The Predator. Right. It's just dumb. It makes it, I, I don't know. I just don't get why studios allow it to happen.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely a marketing issue, Yeah, I think. But at the same time, it's more of if you're trying to buy a movie later on. And you you think you're buying one, and you end up buying another one. Yeah, like, dang it! I just paid paid this and got the wrong movie, and now we're watching, you know, this which <laughs> CGI witch thing.
0: Right. Well, I mean, imagine I imagine the worst case scenario that is Predator and The Predator. I mean, you couldn't have two polar, polar opposite op- yeah. experiences there. I mean, at least with Suicide Squad and The Suicide Squad, you're you're in the same
1: realm. Uh, Predator, you are not. I would say in Given my rate, this is significantly better than the first Suicide Squad. Yeah. But I mean, I think-
0: it's not it's not the same gap as Predator and the Predator. I mean, we're talking four and a half, five star Predator movie to like,
1: versus a virtually unwatchable, yes, yeah. The Predator. Like a yeah. one and a
0: half star the Predator. Terrible. That's true. And it's almost even worse because you're like you're trying to steal the name a little bit. Right, like you're you're trying to be like, okay. I'm coming in with a, the predator, like you just said about the Suicide Squad. Like you're right. you're coming in guns blazing, saying this is the movie, and uh, yeah,
1: not so much with Predator. Right, yeah, and we, I I truly want to watch that movie again because there's no way it's as bad as I'm remembering it. But oh, <laughs> I think man. it's I think it is that bad. It was one of those where when we saw it in theater, I just remember like
0: slouching in my seat and hand on my forehead, kind of thing. Like, oh my god.
1: But they gave us glasses with the Predator on them.
0: Yeah, they did. I still have did, it. Yeah, the, the got, drinking glass, the pint glasses. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Out, out of all the movies we've ever been to, that's the
0: only one where I've ever gotten like a free giveaway like that, and we completely <laughs> didn't expect it. It wasn't even no. it wasn't even an advanced screening. It was just first no. night. We just rolled up there yeah. and we're like, hey, here's some Predator pint glasses. I'm like, oh, okay, all right, thank you. <laughs> I mean, somebody put some money and effort into marketing the Predator.
1: Yeah, which they clearly didn't watch it before they did that. Right. Yeah, for sure.
0: Uh, okay, so The Suicide Squad. Uh, Letterbox says it's supervillains Harley Quinn, Bloodsport, Peacemaker, and a collection of nutty cons at Belle Reve Prison join the super-secret, super-shady Task Force X as they are dropped off at the remote, enemy-infused island of Corto Maltese, directed by James Gunn, who did Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2, Super and Slither, and it stars Idris Elba, Daniela Melchior, John Cena, John- Joel Kinnaman, Sylvester Stallone, Margot Robbie, David Dasmalchian, Viola Davis, Michael Rooker, Jai, Courtney P. Davidson, Nathan Filion, Taika Waititi. Um, I think here's my first question for you. I know yep. I'm going to put the cart before the horse a little bit. Okay. We have habitually ripped DC on this podcast. The entire life of this podcast has been us being like, DC is going to DC. So my DC's question g- to you yeah. is, is DC still DCing? Are they, where, where is DC at now that they got James Gunn over here? Did their version of guardians of the galaxy a second time? Like, where are you feeling about their path?
1: Well, it's, it's gotta be trending up. Uh, if if we're just taking this, <laughs> kind this of the, the question. they, they can't <laughs> yeah. be trending. Well, up. see the, the, the problem with, uh, we see DC's DCing is they have huge continuity and, uh, issues with their main characters none of these are main characters so they can kind of do they can kind of do what they want with these and no one's going to care i mean harley is is the the biggest one and they have done her better now and so if you're saying are we increasing um dc then yes i'd say they've done this better than what they've done before Okay. Uh they didn't screw up Superman, they didn't screw up Batman or the relationship between the two or you know anything that they've done in the Doomsday or Dark Side. They didn't screw that up in this, so I guess we're trending up.
0: Okay. I I think that's fair. I mean I think like it or not, I kind of feel like Harley Quinn has become the central figure of DC. I, I think they don't know what they're doing with Superman. They lost almost all the Justice League um, just because of the Zack Snyder stuff. Wonder Woman eighty four was terrible. Now I get their iconic status, like Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Flash. Those guys can't be touched when it comes to that. But it feels like Birds of Prey wasn't very good, but I doubt that you get a lot of people saying they haven't liked Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn and, and, no, in every movie she's that she's great. been in. Yeah. And so but, see, but,
1: but but that's the thing is DC's never had a problem with casting. Yeah. That that's not uh, casting Superman. They didn't they didn't screw that up. They didn't right. screw up Batman. They didn't screw up Wonder Woman. That's or even Aquaman. You know, right. all of them have been cast well. It was just what they did with them, mm-hmm. and I think Birds of Prey is proof that they that sucked. Um, she was she was right. good as as her, but it wasn't good. And I rewatched that after watching this movie uh, just to see, you know, was I was I way off? Was I too hard on it? And I think it was a first time director that did not do do her justice. In sure. That. But I feel like in
0: some ways people are going to knock a little bit on Superman and Batman. And now after wonder woman, 84 wonder woman. And I mean, the characters, like what they did on the screen. I, I don't know that anybody really knocks Margot Robbie, even in birds of prey. I think people are gonna be like, yeah, I mean, Margot Robbie was fantastic. The stuff she did was cool. I mean, the, the rest of the movie sucked, but I, I kind of feel like Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn is kind of almost leading the pack at DC right now in terms of, the most reliable character that seems like they know what they're doing with. They've at least kind of kept her continuity going. Whereas now we're getting ready to get a Robert Pattinson Batman with God knows what Um, we're getting uh, a black Superman movie. So it's like, they're just kind of scattershot all over the place with all these characters, except for Margot Robbie. She's the one that's got like a continuous
1: kind of story timeline going. Yeah. We get our new Batman, we get black Adam and we get another Shazam, I think. Right. What they've, they've mentioned Uh, The one thing about Margot's character is that they have continued on her, uh, her path, her emotional path Mm -hmm. of of dealing with basically the Joker. Yeah. Uh, And and I like how each, each of the movies have kind of kept that same thread through. of She's still working on her. Yeah. And, and I like how they've, they've added just, and they didn't spend a whole lot of time on it. But it was it was the i think the perfect amount to show that she is progressing as her character, right, yeah, I agree with that, and, <clears throat> and so that's I think that that's great. I thought she did it well. I thought this was the appropriate amount of Harley Quinn and went on our in our birds of prey um pod that we did. I had an issue with her being as the leading character only because she's crazy and high pitched, and i don't I feel like she's a better ancillary character mm-hmm. of once the group got together, you know, and they're interrogating uh, somebody, and she walks by and says her little quip, you know, by like that's that's great Harley Quinn. That, they, that's perfect. It's it's almost, and I and I say this about the Hulk too. The Hulk is not a a great leading character. He's mm-hmm. a great side character to drop in here, here, and here. And that's where I feel like Harley is at her best. The end of Birds of Prey when they finally get their group together and they're all quipping amongst them, that's, that's the best part of that movie. And they should have done that earlier to where she could be more in that role. But I thought this is the perfect amount of of Margot as Harley, uh, throughout the team and and her interjecting and jumping in. And I thought, I thought they did her really well. Yeah, I I agree. I don't think anybody will walk
0: away saying, Hey,
1: you know, I was really disappointed
0: in Harley Quinn. They may have issues with other characters, the plot, but, Again, I feel like it's just like the first Suicide Squad and uh, Birds of Prey,
1: where everybody's going to at least like Harley in this. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know if she's the cornerstone of DC, but she's one of those characters that you know you're not going to miss on. Right.
0: Yeah. yeah. But it seems like, to me, she's the only one in DC who has some sort of consistency going right now and some sort of direction. Like like you said, that there's a thread that's been continued, and I feel like she has one thread right now and they're sticking with it. Whereas
1: everybody else just seems like they've got threads going everywhere right now. Well, it's kind of like the the Wolverine problem that Marvel has of, you know, the, the fans want Hugh Jackman as Wolverine into the MCU. Uh, but you can't get Hugh Jackman without the rest of the crap, you mm-hmm. know? And so it's, how do we keep Margo, you know, going throughout this, but not acknowledge the rest of the crap. You know, right. we'd like to do a different Joker. We'd like to do a different, you know, mm-hmm. everybody that that we've seen so far, but we want to keep Margot as as Harley. Uh, so they they decided to just say, "Screw it!" and we're just going to keep Margot, yep. uh, and we're just going to do our own thing and pretend the other others don't exist. Mm-hmm. But um, that's that's a choice, and I, and I think keeping her around is a good choice. And DC's already kind of screwed up already, so why not? Right, exactly. I I, I don't disagree with that.
0: Um, okay, so then, uh, let's see what what other thoughts do you have about the movie that
1: we can do without spoilers? Um, so Will Smith, Will Smith didn't not want to come back. Uh, I think so. He did want thought, to come back. Uh, it was just a scheduling issue that they asked. Oh, okay. He said sure, but he was doing you know two other things at the time, and it was written for him. And I think is fairly obvious that yeah. Idris's character was Deadshot, mm-hmm. and they just dropped another one another character that was similar to Deadshot into his role. Yep. Uh, It it reads the exact same if it was Will Smith, you know, as Deadshot throughout the entire movie. Is Bloodsport Uh, a real character in DC? Yes, he is. Okay. He is. So he, and actually they, I was surprised with his costume that they did it so well compared to what uh, his um, comic life is. Okay, That's a, uh, the skull helmet thing; the bottom part is the skull. They, they didn't really take many liberties with it. They, he looks like he does in the comics, mm-hmm. uh, at least the the latest version of him. He, gotcha. He's had some reinventions over the years, but, uh, but no, I I liked I liked him. They didn't explain how what he was doing with all of his no his things that he could do, uh, but but really he was he was dead shot in this. So. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Which, but, but it does it does bring up that they can bring in. Will Smith, uh, later on, because he wasn't opposed to it. And especially once he sees the success of this one, yeah, I think later on they could bring, have them both in a, in a movie. Together. Although I do
0: feel like you're getting a little bit heavy on the, uh, I mean, because basically can shoot the, good. <laughs> well, yeah, the whole thing with Peacemaker and Bloodsport was that they're the same. So then you throw in right. Deadshot and they're the same. And then there's also, uh, what well, death, Deathstroke, who is, who appeared yeah. at the, who is that who it is? Who Sorry, appeared what? at the end of Batman vs Superman on the boat? Yes, Deathstroke. Okay, so how, he's more is he more like Deadpool? He's more like Deadpool. But he's, still he's more swords,
1: but he can also shoot he does <laughs> <Right>. shoot guns. <laughs> and so we're stacking real heavy on the marksmen here. Well, they're all they're all street level. You know, they're they're Batman type villains. Yeah. You know, and so Batman can't be these, you know, world conqueror type sure. people. He he needs thugs that he can you can beat up that don't really have powers that just are do something cool. And there's only only so many things you can you can fight real good and you can shoot right. real good. And that's what you got. Yeah. Um but yeah DC's DC's loaded with them. So like I said, <laughs> be, be, being able to just there's no reason to to have somebody else play Deadshot when you have a whole, you know, line of people you could drop right. in there and it's a new character. You can always bring in Will Smith back for the the name. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: I get it. I, I liked Idris' character. Um, I, What did you think or did you feel anything about the Guardians themes, the, the similarities to Guardians given that James Gunn was directing this? I mean, clearly on the surface level, you're looking at Guardians of the Galaxy and the Suicide Squad. And I think even with the first Suicide Squad, I feel like people were like, oh, okay, you know, ragtag, randoms together, Guardians type feel. How, did you think it was
1: a little too much or what did you think about it? I didn't feel like it was like Guardians at all, other than, you know, I was hoping for a soundtrack like they did in Guardians somehow throughout. And I thought the soundtrack was actually pretty poor. They tried in this. Uh, Their choices, I thought, were pretty poor. Yeah, Yeah. they did. Because I I watched it twice, Uh, watched it the screener, and then uh, when it came out on HBO, uh, I watched it again. Um, Just because I was trying to pick up those things that I I may have missed. And And our theater was pretty loud. You know, I sat uh sat in front of two thirds of Debates on Tap and they were <laughs> they were cackling throughout the whole thing, you know. Okay. And so uh I missed some of the jokes, so I wanted to go back and, and hear hear what was going on. Um but the uh uh one of the things that I thought I didn't actually compare this to Guardians as more as I did Deadpool two. Okay. Yeah, and that's kinda how more my mind went out of what they did. What'd okay. You think? I mean, I think it felt like
0: way more like Guardians Two than Guardians One. If we're if we're going that route, uh, try which isn't to good. No, yeah. I mean for us, it's not. I mean, we're we're two guys who don't understand how people can say Guardians Two is better than Guardians One. I I truly am always baffled every time I hear that, and I know people are out there that do that, and I just I can't understand that. Um, the soundtrack I felt like was Guardians Two in the sense that they tried, but it didn't quite hit like that magic did in Guardians One. I mean, there's obviously for me, there's superficial. Like, Star Lord has a mask that comes down over his face and he can, you know, is a pretty good shot and stuff. And so there's, there's like the blood sport angle. There's a, the girl that, that, that
1: doesn't, that's not even a mask that just kind of materializes. And, and same, same yeah. with, uh, Aegis. Like, that's, yeah, exactly. I, He's I just blasting like guns and,
0: and Star Lord's <laughs> kind of doing that. Um, obviously, I think there's going to be massive comparisons between King Shark and Groot because, sure. Uh, I mean, you got Sly to basically kind of talk like Van and it's kind of a, He's not, he just doesn't say I am Groot, but I mean, it's essentially not far from that. Yep. I mean, you had Weasel in there, which isn't really close to Rocket. Um, Let's see, you have Star-Lord interested in uh, Gamora, who's got like relationship daddy issues. And that's kind of what Margot Robbie has going for her when she's got issues with a Whatever you want to call it, like a tyrannical figure or whatever. I don't. There's yeah. there's high level thematic things, and I I certainly think that he was trying to recapture some of that magic from Guardians One and Two and bring that to DC, especially knowing the backstory of all this, which is he got let go by Disney, came over here to make Suicide Squad. You know he wanted it to be a big middle finger at the time to Marvel. Right. He had to have, but then Marvel hired him back, and now he's back right. on board for Guardians Three. So it's kind of like his shtick is becoming you know ragtag group of people come together, awkward, you know, I don't know what you want to call it, off, offbeat kind of people. Um, So I, I feel like the themes are there, but beyond that, it goes a little bit south. I mean, I mean, you could probably make a comparison between Ego and a big giant starfish, you know?
1: Right. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I think Guardians 2 is a, is a good good comparison the uh the thing that i think james gunn does is he actually develops each character enough to where you care about him yeah you have you have and it's not a lot of time but you spend you spend enough time to get motivations you get backstory but it doesn't really slow the pace of the movie at all mm-hmm. uh some movies you, you try uh what was it uh oh dave batista in, uh oh uh, the zombie one Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah Army of the Dead Army of the Dead, where they basically stopped the action for him to have these side sides with his his daughter and and it really felt like it just stopped the movie yeah. well, uh, and I feel like these, as we learned about the characters, it still continued on uh with the action and the pace and whatnot and I think he does it really and I think they did the same thing in Guardians uh, you got to know everybody, uh but you didn't spend a whole lot of backstory on on rocket, but you you understand rocket and you like rocket of what you know about him yeah and and
0: and i think he even did something that i hate but he did it pretty well was was he flashed back two or three times i think like the whole eight minutes earlier or i mean he pulled that stunt a few times and normally i don't like that but i felt like it kind of he he did it
1: pretty well well, i'm gonna talk about that in our spoiler gotcha issues because i have i have some problems with those okay um but yeah um i do have a question for you though okay how do you think uh big john cena did uh, honestly, it's,
0: it's probably one of the better Cena movies. I I don't think that he was, um, amazing by any means, but I felt like he was solid, which I think is about all you can ask for out of John Cena right now. Like, do I think he was better in this than fast nine? Yeah, I do. Um, is he better? Let's see. What would be, I didn't see the fire movie. Um, he, he, he's only really a cameo in daddy's home. Um, I feel like there's a movie I'm missing with John Cena that uh out the of comedy.
1: Film.
0: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Blockers. Blockers. Blockers, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was better in this than blockers. So I thought he was fine. I, I still don't think it's gonna be the movie where people are like, okay, now Cena's got he's got it, right. He has some box office appeal where he can full lead a movie or start going down the rock path. I think he's still trying to dig his way out of B tier kind of stuff. Um, which unfortunately for him, you know, you and I talked about this in our Cena vs Rock podcast. This was the summer of Cena for me. I thought, hey, you've got two big franchises coming out. If you can really establish yourself, that's gonna catapult you into stardom. The household name. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. To where people are gonna look at, oh, action movie, we gotta get Cena in this or at least offer him up. Um and
1: I don't think he's there yet. I think he's he's still just short. Let's see, so my opinion was i think if this is the first time that i saw john cena i think he would have done a good job Mm -hmm. um i think personally i couldn't get the john cena out of out of peacemaker (laughs) yeah and and i and and i think that was a personal problem Uh, i don't know that that was if this is again the first time that somebody has has experienced him i think that he would have hit the role like he was supposed to sure um and so I think there's some personal bias based on his his uh, wrestling days, filmography, and his, <laughs> his wrestling, and just everything, everything that he, who he is. Uh, that I, I took all that baggage into this movie, right? Um, but I, I just, guess so I, think he did, I, w- I think he did better than what I'm giving him credit for. Is Probably what I'm trying to say. And here's where
0: I was going to go with that too, because I think I agree with that. Um, outside of Idris and Margot, he's the next best one. So I mean, if you're talking, give me John Cena or Joel Kinnaman. I'll probably roll the dice on John Cena. Uh, Joel Kinnaman does nothing for me. Yeah. Um, I guess, yeah. I, I'm trying to, I mean, that David, uh, I forget his last name. I know he's from Kansas City, so I should be remembering his name. Uh, das Malchian, you know, the polka dot guy. Um, he, he's just uh, an extra. I mean, he's been in tons yep. of movies. He's a, he's a that guy. So, you know, Jai Courtney. Uh, sure, I'll take John Cena over Jai Courtney every day.
1: Um, mm, I don't know about that. Uh,
0: he's in that ball. I've seen
1: Jai Courtney quite a bit. Bit of things, and I don't like him as Boomerang. Uh, I think he's he's terrible as Boomerang, but uh, I like him in some other stuff. But I don't know. I don't know if I'm if I'm trying to pin my hopes on a movie, and I want acting ability, or if I'm just looking for well, star power. I guess here's my thing. I've
0: seen enough of Jai Courtney to know what I'm getting. I think he's ceilinged out. Right, that's true. He's not going to lead a franchise. Right, I, I get that. So yeah. if I'm rolling the dice as a studio guy. I still might think John Cena can break through. I haven't seen enough yet where I don't think he can break through. I- I'm having doubts. Jai Courtney, I know, is not breaking through. So if I'm uh, rolling uh, the will, dice, I'm throwing Cena out there.
1: I will say this. Before seeing this movie and you came to me with John Cena's casting, I would say no. Yeah. And this one, I'd be like, maybe. Right. Like that, that's, that's, that's where I'm at. I'm not a, yes, we got to get John Cena. No, but of more course of a- not. Okay, Maybe. You know, right. that, 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 that's where I'm at right now. But
0: then, it, but the maybe there is enough for me to say, okay, let's do it. Because if you, if you're bringing me Cena, Kinnaman and Courtney, I'm going to be looking at that and be like, man, Kinnaman, oh, and Courtney, yeah. you got,
1: you got, you got star power. That's going to get you. Yeah.
0: Heads. There's some potential. And I feel like just Kinnaman and, and uh, Kinnaman and Courtney. Courtney are just, they've, they've hit it. They've hit the ceiling.
1: See there the problem I have with with Cena and and again I don't know if I'm really putting up him under a microscope is there are a lot of lines that I think were written funny that he didn't deliver well and it's like okay sometimes you just got to cut it off short like he almost like kept going and I don't know if that was in the script or him ad libbing mm-hmm. like it just just stop just yeah. stop here like that's not funny and you're not that guy to come up with with things on your own <laughs> right you know and, yeah. and and again i don't know if it was in the script or if he, he did it but it felt like he was adding it himself and it didn't it shows that so that was
0: an interesting thing for me because i'm not sure i laughed this whole movie i mean i i knew it was trying to be light in some areas and i knew it was going for humor but it never got me um that was part of my disappointment with this was that I truly don't think I laughed, and and I watched it with my wife and kids, and I don't think any of us laughed out loud at any single part. Like, maybe inside, we're like, okay, kind of funny, but I never heard a single laugh uh, out of anybody, and, you know, when you watch Guardians 1, there's still some great funny parts in that, and even in 2, um, I would say I laughed more in, in 2 than this, and I thought 2 kind of missed the mark on some of the humor, too, so... I really felt like James Gunn's style was there. His writing was there, but for some reason, man, nothing hit with me hardly at all.
1: I will say we, uh, we had a full theater at the screener and it, it laughed often. Yeah. Uh, it laughed early and often. And it, it just, uh, and I can get to some of that in the spoilers. That's not a good barometer though, man.
0: People were hooting and hollering (laughs) during fast nine when we watched that.
1: Well, it's true. That is, that is true. So, um, yeah, they love Tyrese for some reason, and <laughs> right. and that audience that we were in. Yeah, um, but in in this one, there Idris had the one line that I I remember, uh, when him and John Cena were going tit for tat, uh-huh. and John Cena mentioned, you know, when it's, you know, it's really cool, you know, right. you, 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 no one likes to show off. Well, right, yeah, that was good. When it's really cool, and then Idris just goes, "Damn it, it was cool." <laughs> <laughs> I think my favorite part of the whole
0: movie was when Bloodsport referenced the Dim Mach. That was fantastic. Right. (laughs) I I mean, if if you've only, you don't know that if you haven't seen the movie Bloodsport, but the fact that he called that out, I was like, oh boy, that is awesome.
1: Yeah. I was looking for any Bloodsport, the movie references that I could the second time through. Yeah. I think that was was the only only. one. Yeah. I was was wondering if if Margo was going to say something or, you know, somebody, because she's more of a fourth wall type breaker than uh, anybody else in the movie, but I thought that would have been. But yeah, that was and the that, only part.
0: That brings up something I need to try to remember for spoilers because that scene I thought was going to have a crazy cool moment and it didn't have it. Um, I'll try to remember that for spoilers. Yeah. But um, okay, thirty minutes in, what would you rate it? I got to know.
1: I think I'm a three and a half. Okay, so I uh, this is this is my DC rating of it's better than what we've been getting mm-hmm. I think lately uh, in DC movies. Um, I only have you know my my usual you know the the villain sucked um i'm glad they used it here mm-hmm. and not in some other movie <laughs> yeah for um, sure so good for them uh, they they who who are we, who's a historic villain that we would never ever use and that's Starro. Mm-hmm. i mean he was the first bad guy the justice the justice league for america that was the first person that they came together against so it's kind of like the avengers loki You know, and so, but it's a giant freaking starfish. It's stupid. It's truly stupid. And whoever thought that was a good idea for why the Justice League would ever get together, you know, 1955 for you. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's, uh, I'm glad it fit for this type of movie, but it's still, you didn't have a villain. And I think villains make the movie. Yeah. And and I get they're all villains, but but that's not, Yeah, you know, that's not what we're looking for here. For sure.
0: Um, I'm a little bit lower than you. I'm at a three. I just thought it was fine. Um I, I thought it was a little long. I, I feel like it could have been tightened up a little bit. Again, the humor didn't hit for me. I don't feel like the action sequences were overly memorable. The soundtrack didn't quite hit for me. I liked Bloodsport. I liked Harley Quinn. King Shark was not really feeling him. Polka Dot, I just feel like it wasn't quirky enough for me. Um so fine. Yeah, it's better than the first suicide squad it it's still kind of like i'm not convinced dc knows what they're going to do even after this now because i'm not sure if james gunn will be back
1: or will are they really going to try and roll out a third suicide squad like uh, you know well, it's clear it's clear they don't have a plan but sure. i think but i think this movie is at least in the right direction of movie making sure i, I fine yes in the sense that it's better
0: than birds of prey and you know the first Suicide Squad, sure. I mean, it, it's bringing a little bit better directorial talent to this, but I don't know that they'll be able to replicate it. Um, right. And God knows it won't tie into anything else because they don't know what they're what they're doing. So I'm in <laughs> a three. Um, my son, who's 15, was at a three and a half. He was kind of around the same area as me. My wife, when it was done, was like, "That was terrible. I hated it." So, and she's a she watches all oh, the wow. Marvel, DC stuff. She just was not feeling that one. Her first reaction was that the first Suicide Squad was better, and I was like. Well, we haven't seen that one in a minute, so maybe you should revisit that one. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that that's where I'm at. I'm at a three. I, I agree with you, probably trending slightly upward, but that's not saying a whole lot given that it's DC. I got to say I, I'm disappointed. I wanted a lot more out of this with James Gunn. I wanted a lot more out of this for DC,
1: and it just didn't quite hit for me. Question. Yep. Uh, Matt Reeves' Batman. Yeah, would you bring in Margot as a different kind of Harley Quinn, a darker version, but still use Margot in in that no type of setting? No, no. Uh, I mean, you just watch the
0: trailer, and that does not feel like like Harley Quinn
1: at all. Like, I, I just, I well, she'd be a a darker. You know, a, clearly a darker version, which sure. we know as far as acting ability, Margot has it to do right. a range of of different types of Harley Quinn. But I just curious what your your thoughts were. I would honestly, I would just keep them real separate right now. I, they don't know what they're doing, and I think crossing streams is gonna be a nightmare at this point. Um, well, it, it would be it would be two obviously completely different universes, but it'd be Margot. We want you to be Harley Quinn, but we want you to play her this way, and so they're not connected at all. But we just love you, right? As, as that character. I
0: mean maybe 2 3 movies down the road if the Batman has sequels where you can see Harley Quinn's path kind of more trending in a way that would mesh with that universe more if that's the route they tend to go. But if that's the route they tend to go, I mean Cavill and all and and Gal, they're gone. I mean you I don't mm-hmm. know how you fold those people in given that you've got the older I mean I guess Harley already talked to Ben Affleck in the first suicide squad though. Well, I don't know if she did directly, but Ben was in the first suicide squad quickly. Yeah, he was he was on the roof. Yeah. Right. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know how you even remotely begin to make this make sense. No, I'm not saying it's the same Harley. I'm just saying you cast yeah. Margo. I don't know. I, I it's such a mess, man. I feel like I feel like <laughs> DC just threw like a, a two thousand piece puzzle on the table and it just kind of just two of them him out.
1: And put two of them and not all the pieces are there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Terrible.
0: Okay. You want all right, to let's go to spoilers. Yep. All right, let's do it. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. I'll just say what I wanted to say quickly, because so I'll forget, because it's such a small thing. But when Idris was talking about the Dim mock and he had the cigarette in his mouth, and they said something earlier about how he can turn anything into a weapon, I wanted to figure out how he was going to turn that cigarette into a weapon. And the fact <laughs> that they just did a headbutt, I was like, oh, Like, I wanted it to, like, he, like, shoots it, and it hits, like, right in the guy's eye or something, and then they start fighting or something. But, like, I felt like they were honing in on that cigarette, and he's talking about the Dim mock and then it's just a headbutt.
1: So you wanted some bullseye,
0: paperclip type thing. I mean, kind of, sort of. I mean, I'm not saying it would have like killed them, but it would have been cool to be like, okay, I just, I shot the cigarette from my mouth, like right in your eye or something. And then we can start fighting kind of thing. Right. But I just felt like a three person headbutt at the same time was like the <laughs> dumbest thing. Like, okay, fine. We all got out of it. Anyways, that was my one spoiler thing. But they were all on the same page on yes. one. Sure.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, could we, let, let's, start for, let's start from the top uh, I... of them going to the beach. Mm-hmm. I was really excited how they filled off all the new characters. All the old characters, you mean? Old and, well, old oh, and old new. Old and new. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. sure. <clears throat> so I liked that beginning. I like how Yondu was, you know, he didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we showed that he could do something, and right. then he ran away and blew his head off. Um, I liked uh, just just that whole beach scene. And then... I immediately lost all feelings of that when they went three days earlier, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Oh crap! Now are we going to see all these characters you know, leading up to this point?" Right. And so that, that's where my mind went: of we just undid the cool thing of we brought in these stars and then killed them off immediately. Right. And you saw Pete Davidson again. I'm like, "We're just going to see them all all the way up into that mm-hmm. event, and and this is stupid." Now they didn't really do that, right? But but that's where it lost me like from the get I was like ah like, oh, dang it why are we, why are we doing this and it didn't need to do that <clears throat> no but i i i
0: agree with you but i liked it um i agree there was an initial disappointment 100% with you cuz i had the same exact thought like oh crap this whole movie is a flash back essentially but i thought the way they set it up cuz you're like oh god where's this movie going now and then it's like oh you're following all this whole second team over here to then figure out how they got to the beach sort of thing. And they, they did kind of set that precedent because they showed the second team on the beach before they flashed back, I think.
1: They, they showed them walking on the beach, yeah. Yes. Right yeah. before they did. But yeah. the same effect could have been, and I think it would have even been better, had they all died, Rick got captured, Margot got captured, and then she recruit a second team to send, you know, and again. Yeah. You know, and so that like what happened to the first team? Well, they all got slaughtered, you know, but she doesn't tell them that, but then it's just two days later, you know, and they're on the beach, and the- the rest of the movie can move on, you know as it would. I so think that I feel- was kind of done to set up Viola being as cutthroat
0: <clears throat> as she is, the fact that she basically sent that first team to slaughter, even though I think I think there was a wrinkle there where Pete Davidson like
1: yeah, sold he, them out, he, so
0: he sold them out. I kind of feel like it would have been better doing it the way it did, but without Pete Davidson having sold them out. Like, have it be Viola knew that they were just leading Lambs to the slaughter for the second right.
1: team. I agree. I yeah. agree. One of those ways. But I also like the idea of, she just lost, you know, 10 people yeah. on the beach and she's sending in another 10, you know. Right. I, here here, here's some more you know yeah. <laughs> it really is a suicide mission because we just lost the the first team so let's put right. another team and do the same thing again <laughs> yeah you know so so i i liked i think it would have worked better and i wouldn't have gotten the because it really didn't tell us much on uh, the flashback i mean it told us who they were but you could have right. easily done that with putting the team a second team together and we're sending you all off two days later right and well
0: in another Guardians parallel, I feel like that flashback scene was sort of like the Guardians one assembly scene where they they got arrested, and John C. Riley's like, "That's Peter Quill. This is Gamora." Right. And so this was exactly that scene where you're like, "Oh, this is King Shark. This is what he is. This is Polka Dot Guy." You know, you got to get the like quick little rundown to get some kind of
1: understanding of what they are, so that you can move on. Yeah, yeah. So that that was I. And I hate when they do stuff like that that pulls me out of the movie. Right. I'm like, oh, why, why are they doing that? Because then it takes me a bit to get get back into it. Like, why is why is Bloodsport cleaning gum off the ground when no, none of the other inmates have to? They didn't. Yeah. Like, is that part of his career? Is he OCD? Is he like that? <laughs> right. Like, why why is he doing that and Pete Davidson doesn't have to? Right. You know, I don't understand why why that whole scene was was like that yep do
0: you think that they used corto maltese as a nod to batman 89 i didn't think anything of it yeah i i didn't know that because i mean truly the only times in my whole life i've ever heard corto maltese in fact i don't even know if it's still a real place i'm assuming it is but I've only ever heard it referenced in Batman '89, and then this, because that's where Vicky Vale took those pictures, and Joker slipping through, and he says how much he likes them. So I don't know. I was just curious if that was some sort no, of knowing
1: uh, James, and I don't know if that's a, a DC thing. Yeah, I, me either. <clears throat> so no, I, I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah, so I think I enjoyed this movie more um, than I do some of the the Marvel movies, like again, Deadpool Two when they kill off all these characters um, because I don't, I don't really know them. Like yeah. I, I've heard their names, but I don't know them. I'm not invested in them like I was with Shatterstar, mm-hmm. you know, and Deadpool two. <laughs> I mean, they, and th- those were all like guys that were currently in the comics that they killed off. Mm-hmm. And, and these guys are, they pulled from the dredges and you know, they were, they were nobodies that they, they killed in a matter of seconds. Right. So I think if I had a, a more of an emotional attachment, like I did with <laughs> shadow star, uh, I wouldn't have enjoyed that, but I was fine with them killing all these people. Sure. You know, which it seemed,
0: I mean, not knowing DC or anything, it just seemed like they were picking some randos, right. To, no, they did, yeah. to get rid of, which I mean is exactly right. I feel like it's what Deadpool kind of did too. I mean, I know you have more of an attachment to them, but for those people that don't read the comics and just kind of go through the MCU is like, okay, fine. You know, Although now you have to question like what's going to happen when they fold Deadpool into the MCU? Can they bring back Shatterstar and people like that
1: that they randomly killed? Well, Oliver? they've already done time travel, and he already oh, saved true. that other guy. So, yeah, that's so true. Deadpool could have already pulled Shatterstar out of that. They right. they did that at the end of the movie. That's right. That's right. Um, but it was a uh, so when I, when I watched the, these people, it, I think this just proves that you don't have to have Superman, Batman, you know, these named people to make a good movie. Right. Um, You can have no name heroes, but as long as you do it well together, uh, you know, Polka Dot Man can be can be a good person to put in a group if you do it right. Right. You know, um, honestly, I think
0: Guardians was the one that proved that. I mean, I think up until then, people probably had I mean, truthfully. I think people were aware of Iron Man. I mean, obviously comic book people were, and you know, if you're a casual, you probably knew, but think of how much of the general public didn't even know Iron Man before Tony Stark, sure. uh, yeah. before uh, Robert, God, I got even call him Tony Stark. Um, Tony Stark. Before, before Robert Tony Johnny Stark, Jr. there was no Iron Man, you're right. right yeah. <laughs> so to me, I mean, there was a little bit of that building up, and I mean, people kind of know Thor and all that, but Guardians, to me, was the one movie where it's like, okay, we can do superhero movies, without any background, without any context, if we do it right and you write it well and you introduce these characters, I mean, they have to be somewhat interesting, but who would have ever thought a talking tree and a talking raccoon would work, but yeah. I mean, they're kind of, built
1: in fan base is, is not right. There. Yeah. There's nothing yeah. there.
0: And so I, I think it's been proven and I think he's kind of showing that DC can do that too. I mean, although I would say, you know, nobody knew who Shazam was any, either. So I, I think DC, we've, we've talked about this before. DC has the top guys, no depth at all. Marvel has got very good top guys too, but Marvel has a lot more depth. I mean, you get mm-hmm. through like, like you just mentioned earlier, you get through like about three or four Batman villains and you're getting into some, some hokey territory
1: there. <laughs> right. so. Even the ones he has are pretty hokey. Right. That's like, even his top villains, you know, the penguin. I mean, right. that's, that's his top, Villain, right? You know, know, it's like what? Yeah, they're they're pretty crappy. But I do like that they that they sort of figured this out that
0: there's ways of bringing this in, and it'll be interesting to see how Marvel does stuff with uh Shang Chi, who's not very known, with the Eternals, who's a a group of people that's not known, you know, for the I say general audience. So I'm glad DC has found a way because I didn't think they did it with Suicide Squad. It was the first suicide squad and i think they're they're more on the right track with this one so i'm hoping that they can start to expand their universe a little bit but they need some guidance.
1: Well see i think the eternals have a better chance than shang chi from the standpoint of there are more of them that you could like one more than another. Mm-hmm. Uh when he's stand alone movie you either kind of like him or you don't. Yeah. Um and so that that's going to be it's going to make or break on him as as the actor, yeah. you know, of uh, creating that character where um you can lean on the Eternals you got what six or seven of them mm-hmm. that are in that movie that they can you may not like one but you could like another and again you can help their bonds are what what you you like like guardians i don't think just gamora can lead a, a movie without knowing who gamora was right for sure you know but but now with them all together now gamora people know her like her you know, then you can move on. But yeah. the, the ensemble movie can kinda help a, a spin-off. You kind of meet him first. I mm-hmm. think that's the biggest disadvantage Shang Chi has coming out is you have you have no connection. He has not appeared in anything. We don't know anything about him, and he's just coming in cold. Yep. So feel yeah. and he's coming into the Delta. So good luck. Good luck to you. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Um I, I think the other thing that bothered me about this movie was, I don't know, I I kind of don't like the whole, like, I get they're all anti-heroes and stuff, but I kind of wish Cena hadn't ended up being bad, I, I I don't know, I just, I feel like that's all played out, man, when you have the, the anti-heroes, and then one of them kind of turns on you and stuff, and I know it's an extension of Viola Davis, who you're not supposed to like, I get that, but, I don't know, kind of wish they'd held out on that
1: a little bit. Well, and we talked about this after you saw the movie, but a month ago they announced Peacemaker had a a holly Hollywood a HBO spinoff, yeah, uh, series coming. And so when he gets shot, I'm like, well, he's not dead, or or the spinoff is a prequel, which is right. stupid. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, and so I knew he wasn't going to die. Uh, I did like his, even though you're a hero, I'm going. I don't mind killing you. Yeah, line. His stance about peace was hilarious. I would like.
0: I will do anything for peace, even if it means killing like women and children or something like that. (laughs)
1: Right. And so, so it stayed with his character of. uh, I I did like that piece. I didn't need him to to turn on the team, but uh, but he truly he was the only bad guy worth a worth a crap. Right. You know, if you want to go bad guys, there. I mean, Starro. to, To me, by the time they got to Starro the movie was over in my mind. Yeah. Um there that was f- fine. Right. I mean, it, it was like okay, we we've we've achieved the end with killing John Cena. Right.
0: Would you would you have rather seen this because I I felt I mentioned this earlier. I felt it was too long and I kind of completely agree that I I don't think I would have been disappointed had they like the whole Starro ending, like it just ended whenever the guy with the light bulbs in his head or whoever that was, I don't remember his name, but like if that had been the guy and they killed him and got the disc and then the, the flag and peacemaker confrontation, I'd have been fine stopping right there.
1: The Starro stuff Mm -hmm. just didn't really add anything for me. No, you you killed off polka dot man Mm -hmm. and she used her javelin, which saw coming a mile away. Right. Yeah. But, um, no, I I agree. I agree. You You didn't need any of that right cuz they had all proven themselves heroes up to that point mm-hmm. or whatever and you had the drive and everything continues on as as normal uh, without Starro.
0: so they've ba- feel yeah that, i mean yeah. so they basically killed all the existing suicide squad people except for harley i'm trying to think of i think that's right i mean flag's gone now too so harley is the only one from the first movie who who survived and then
1: in this movie it's Well we have we have Croc and uh Oh Killer Crocs and Deadshot.
0: Sullivan. Yes, okay. But they were they weren't in this movie They okay. were, they
1: weren't in this, right. Right.
0: And then uh I don't the rat the rat person. I did not that that's I don't know.
1: I didn't do that. I keep wanting to call her the Rat King.
0: Yeah. Right. That's <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
1: Yes. Um, I forget what her what is her name? It's like Rat Rat Catch. Not rat catcher. rat catcher Two.
0: Yeah, see, I don't know, man. I just I wasn't feeling that one. I'm all for quirky and everything, and all the rats kind of invading at the end. I, it felt to me like it was trying between Starro and that being trying too hard to be offbeat, and it
1: just didn't hit with me. What gets me with the rats is I get if there's a hundred rats attacking you, mm-hmm. you know you're you're done for. But the one rat that jumps off and then people two-handedly grab the rat and try yeah. to get them off its throat. Like it, you could literally just throw it and right. you know, and you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but it debilitates all guards. One, one little rat,
0: mm-hmm. you know, I was
1: like, come on, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, no, I, I agree. I didn't, I didn't love her character. I think they only added her for that one line, um, that, uh, her dad says, mm-hmm. you know, why rats, you know, kind of your, your message of even the loneliest creatures can have, Right, hope I think something like that. Yep, but we're gonna see a lot of him because he's a he's a bad guy and a free guy. That take is Taika Waititi. Yeah. Oh, I
0: didn't know that. I didn't even know he was yeah. in this movie. Honestly, I mean, between him directing the Ragnarok and the next Thor and being Korg, yeah, you know, I figured he was kind of fully entrenched in Marvel. So then when I saw his name pop up in Suicide Squad, I was like, oh okay. Not that they can't yeah. do that. I mean, Idris is Hemdall, so right, um, yeah, but he's dead. <laughs> Spoilers. Nobody's ever dead. Nobody's ever dead.
1: So okay. So my main grief with this movie was Margot's fight scene. Okay. I she frees herself. She's killing a bunch of guys. I'm on board. She's scared. She grabs the two guns, starts shooting them. This is we are already two thirds through her fight scene. Then the butterflies. Yeah. You know, and the flowers. Like to me, it was. They ran out of budget with CGI, and so they had to add something to co- this to cover up something. Like, that's where my mind is Uh-oh. going. Like, and then she's shooting, and she's fighting with a javelin, which I think would be the coolest part of her whole fight scene. Uh-huh. And you got these stupid flowers yeah. f- floating around, and it's nowhere else in the movie. Right. It's it's not through her entire fight scene. It just starts midway through. Yeah. I don't, I don't get it, and it's cartoony and stupid. And I don't know if you're thinking, oh, Margot's insane. Or Harley's insane, and so that's why she's seeing this stuff. But why would she just start seeing it then, and why wouldn't she see it later?
0: Honestly, I'll say it the same reason I said about Ratcatcher and Starro. I I think it was just a way to be quirky. I I think they wanted to set that scene apart and make it be like, oh, isn't that cool how Harley is whatever, and there's the flowers and stuff? I I think it was done just for visual flair to be different. That's what I think.
1: And it's the only part of the movie they do it, and and so it really stands out as, as stupid. Uh, it'd be different if that's how Harley fights. You know, right. in, in her mind, this is what she sees when she fights. She well, doesn't didn't... see blood. She sees this
0: in uh, *Birds of Prey*. In the in the police scene,
1: isn't there like confetti and stuff? Or is that real well, she, confetti? Or is she's that... using a confetti gun. That's what it is. Okay, in a smoke gun. She's okay. not actually killing people. She's just hitting them with beanbag guns. Okay, that makes sense then. I I knew I remembered something much like
0: this from Birds of Prey, but couldn't remember. But yeah, to your point, I don't know. I I really don't know. I think it was, again, I think James Gunn prides himself on being quirky and making quirky movies. And I think this was his attempt to add something to that scene.
1: So I had to rewind it. uh, So I watched it the first time in the theater, watched it the second time at home, and then I had to rewind it at home because I wanted to watch the Javelin piece. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was really cool what they did, but I'm trying to put my hand up on the screen and block out the, you know, the, the cartoon flowers just so I could see what Margot's doing here. Right. And she's cutting people's throats and stabbing them in the face with this javelin. But it's very distracting to have a, yeah. you know, cartoon whatever's are flying around. Yep. And I, and again, if, if it was a, a style choice of that's Harley, you know, okay. I disagree, but right. why halfway through and, and only then. Honestly, you so. could have, you could have had it
0: a, a very simple, way of doing this would have been when she's tied up before she breaks herself free, they like injected her with something. So then when she breaks free, then like as she's fighting, she starts to get like kind of loopy. And then that's, you know, that's why it's there. You could explain that. But yeah, other than
1: that, there's no, there's no explanation you, to it. You mean kind of like when she uh, was hit with cocaine and, uh, birds of prey and <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Basically got, got amped up. Yeah. But I mean, if you're, if you want to say Margo's crazy or Harley's crazy I'm okay with that if you if you're just consistent with it throughout the whole right. movie. You know, she's on the beach and she pulls out her bazooka, and then you know that's just what she sees. Right. You know, and then throughout that that same fight scene. Yep. I mean, you already went through the first half of it with with no butterflies. Mm-hmm. You know, e- either do it all or, or not at all. Yeah, it was definitely um, an odd choice. So, I, did I, uh, what did you think about? I mean, this was a fairly hard R. It was. Um, a random penis for no reason whatsoever. Like you didn't see that? No. When John Cena and Idris are going tit for tat, you know, and killing people in the village. Yeah. Uh, there's a guy, there's a guy, uh, that stands up in the window that Idris kills and he's got a shirt on and his dong hanging out. I did not catch that at all. I mean, I I know we got like a full minute and a half of Cena and his tidy whities, um, but then no, between no, the, the throat, right at the next scene, okay. the next scene, you the, got, uh, you got some dong yeah. hanging dong for no reason. And then, okay. uh, uh, them in the club, it was a bar and there's naked girls in the back of the bar. Oh, I, when did. they were I, trying to, I saw it, it was back. kind of like a strip club
0: or whatever, but I didn't notice the actual nudity. That's yeah, funny. when they were leaving, like yeah.
1: it wasn't actually in the strip club. It was when they were okay. leaving the strip club, and then see, yeah, I was were more grabbing talking towels, about- trying to <laughs> trying to cover themselves. Mike. This is you just didn't need that, no. But I was more talking about
0: like the violence and gore was top yeah. level, and then there is f bombs everywhere in this movie. Right. And honestly, I didn't look at the rating beforehand. I guess I just kind of assumed PG thirteen, but no,
1: they they went full tilt. Oh no! I knew I knew this was a this is going to be an R, yeah, uh, in, in violence, and that was kind of the thing. Was Suicide Squad needed an R, yeah? Uh, and I, I do think some of the coolest scenes were John Cena with his sword machete thing, yeah, that he was cutting some people up, right? And he's not. The funny thing is, him he's not smooth or <laughs> graceful with <laughs> no, it. No, he's just. But he's a big guy with a sword, he's and like that's how he acts. Yeah. He, he's basically like Conan. Yeah. And and so it's like, that's, you don't need to be him doing all these ninja stuff. He's just no. a big guy cutting people in half with the machete. Yeah. And that's, that's cool. Yeah. Yep. I
0: agree. So
1: favorite part of the movie, favorite scene.
0: I mean, I, I think I got to go to Mar- Margot. I mean, I, I get your complaints about the, the flowers and stuff, but that was like the one action set piece where I felt like, okay, that's a cool scene. It's done really well. It's the choreography is good. Um, yeah the the flowers were a bit distracting but other than that i
1: mean that's probably the one that stood out the flowers and the music choice i i I did not like sure um and i went back and listened to the song like why would you pick that song right of all songs you know and i i but i did i did think that was the the best sequence Mm -hmm. um but those two things took me out of it so but i did like the uh um idris and john cena going through the village and killing yeah that was seemingly innocent people (laughs) yeah Um, (laughs) Uh, that that was a pretty
0: nice touch they get to the end and they're like
1: uh who all did you kill nobody yeah (laughs) because they were all the good guys (laughs) yeah they uh but also in that did you notice that john cena is the one killing all the women that were in the village? No, I so didn't. they didn't have they didn't have just killing any of the the, gotcha. the women, but Makes but John sense. killed all the women. Yeah. He didn't care. <laughs> right. He's gotta get peace through any means necessary. <laughs> peace, any any means necessary. <laughs> all right, you got anything else to say about the suicide? Yes. La- last thing, King okay. Shark didn't do anything cool. No. Nah. You know? He uh he ate some people and he the one thing he did was rip the guy apart, which we saw in the trailer. Yep. Uh the red band trailer. And they said, you're going to need him to get into this building, you know? Mm-hmm. so he's your, he's your Hulk. Mm-hmm. And you didn't give Hulk the Hulk like no scene of him going, he had all those military guys shooting him when he's on the ground and you had a chance for him to do something right, really cool. And all I did was bite a guy's head off.
0: Well, you know? and I, I also think that they didn't do a good job kind of explaining his powers, which I know you get that he's a shark and everything, but he can drop out of 50 story building and be fine and then get shot with bullets and be fine. Like I, I mean that's fine if that's the precedent you want to set. I just it was not what I expected. I didn't, I didn't know he could survive that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean he's he's basically your Hulk, right? Right. And you just I just wanted to take on more than one guy at a time. Like yeah. that's what I was like, to run through and just manhandle people, throw a tank or he something. He was supposed to be there for
0: like dumb comedic humor, but he mm-hmm. never had the scene where. I maybe that was supposed to be the tearing apart scene, but like. In Guardians One, Groot is basically comedic humor, and then even in the fight on Ronan's ship, when he finally like shoves his hand through like five guys and smacks them all around, and he like turns all to right. the camera and smiles like that's funny. But King right. Shark just like never had that moment,
1: and I think it was, it was supposed to be when he just bites off the guy's head and he's got right. the head in his mouth. Yeah, you know. But he had because Viola was saying no, you need him. Mm-hmm. You know, for this, and he hadn't done anything right. up until that point, and they didn't need him right at all. Yeah, there was like no so, water
0: scene where King Shark would have been super helpful or anything. Like, it's no, just, yeah,
1: no, there's no water scene. There was no brute force that he could have used. You know, to, to yeah. change this, tip the scales. They they didn't need him right. Um, uh, you're risking your your team getting eaten by one of your teammates, <laughs> and, and you didn't even say yes. That's why he's on the team. Yeah. So who did um, better? Uh, Sly as King Shark or Vin as Groot? You're making me. Yeah, it's the only way that you're making me pick <laughs> Vin Diesel over somebody. <laughs> yes, Vin, Vin did a better job of uh, as Groot. Yeah, I, I mean, and it's he, it's sad to say, but I, I thought Sly was
0: kind of terrible. I I, yeah, I don't yeah. know. He like didn't have the right inflections or the right delivery on any of it. I and mean, maybe it was a script. Maybe it was what they told the direction they gave him, but. I just remember every time King Shark opened his mouth, it wasn't funny. I was kind of like,
1: okay, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and I thought the scientist would have been more intrigued with King Shark. Yeah, I mean, his whole life is you know, you know, starro and figuring out what he is and how he can work and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then you see this half man, half shark thing, and you right. think you'd be like, like, oh, I want, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I want to mess with you for a while. Exactly. No. But yeah. yeah, all right. Well, upward trajectory. Upward tra- we're we're moving in the right direction, I guess. Yeah. We're not heading down like 84 <laughs> right. took us. 84 was taking us <laughs> yeah. way further down, so. Yeah. Back a- up Black Adam?
0: Sure. I don't even know what's next on DC's calendar. That's how
1: like out of touch I am with all things DC. I don't know if that's next. Actually, the Batman may be next. Um, oh yeah, but- I think
0: that's March now.
1: But uh Dwayne said the kill count is high for Black Adam. Okay. So there may not be blood, uh, but he's going to kill a lot of people. Man, so
0: I'm, I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure. I I'm not sure how I feel about Dwayne in a superhero role. I just feel like all Dwayne movies are the same. So well, well see.
1: this is we we kind of talked about this on the side. This is Dwayne's first role that he won't be Dwayne in. Really? Are, are we sure about like that? He, well, but he'll be Black Adam. Well, like, I know you but... could have. But you could take all of his, him, and every one of his movies, and just put him in the same, right. same movie. This is him actually acting as somebody else. He may still act the, the same, <laughs> right? Uh, but, but this is him actually as a character. So I'm, I'm curious yeah. how that's going to go. It's going to be interesting. But I don't think they have started filming yet. Have they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they did. Okay. At least, at least he's lifting. <laughs> he's always lifting. He's he's saying preparing for Black Adam. So okay. He, instagram posts of him showing his back gotcha (laughs) okay (laughs) all right well i think that's
0: gonna do it for the suicide squad the carson where can they find you on twitter at carson Graff, g-r-a-f-f you can find me at at two views garrick g-a-r-r-e-t-t you can find the show on twitter facebook instagram at at two views movies or you can email us at two views movies at gmail.com don't forget to subscribe to the show via Apple, Google, Spotify, basically anywhere you listen. We are there. If you already subscribed, thank you, and leave a review to let everybody know how much you love the show. We will be back next. Uh, not sure what will tickle our fancy to talk next. I know uh, you've already seen Free Guy. Uh, I think Free everybody Guy already comes seen Free out Guy, this weekend. Yeah. So we got to check the calendar, but uh, we'll be back soon enough. Catch you next time.
1: What should we do next? Something good? Something bad? Bit of both? Bit of both.